0: You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast.
1: Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We're going to go ahead and jump right into our show and start with our grateful moment. Phil, what are you grateful for this week?
2: Hey, good morning, everyone. Charlotte, New York. Brooklyn, Jersey, Philly, West Coast, East Coast, overseas. Um, I am grateful for Super Bowl Sunday. I am grateful for my family, but Super Bowl Sunday. OBJ, a New York product, is about to bring the trophy back to the New York bloodline. LSU, <laughs> we know what's up. All right. So that's another trophy for the Giants. Let's go.
1: <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Um.
3: Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful that um, this week I took care uh, I, I finished my first draft for my chapter four for my dissertation. So um, this week I do a lot of editing around that but thankful that I at least got that portion of the project done. Also grateful that uh, I have my son join me for this episode. Say what's up to the people, James. Hi. Um, Hi,
1: James. <laughs> Awesome, and Evan, how many chapters in total will it be?
3: It's five chapters, so. Oh, uh, nice. Chapter four. Chapter four, I think, is the hardest. Chapter five should be downhill sledding, but I got—you know—I have a deadline to the end of the month, so I'm working around. Okay.
1: That. All right. Well, good luck with that. We'll be praying for you as always. And Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week?
4: What's up, y'all? I am grateful, so grateful, that the trade deadline is over. And uh we got some new blood in Philly.
3: <laughs>
2: very, very grateful. Wait, his hamstring hurts. His fat too <laughs> is <on. laughs>
3: Dude, That's oh amazing. My God. Then I, I'm
2: gonna let you
4: control the show, but we're really? gonna have to address how all of a sudden you hating James Hart. all of a sudden. It's a well, it's,
1: okay, okay. I can't wait to get to that part, but I'm grateful for quite a few things. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, we all love Super Bowl Sunday. Two, I'm going to brunch today. So anything involving food, I'm super grateful for. And I am also happy that the trade deadline is over. And I'm happy about my team's acquisitions. So I can't wait to talk about, uh, you know, the Harden fiasco, um, as some like to call it. As a matter of fact, why don't we just get into that right now? Since Kelvin brought it up, I brought it up. Let's talk about these trades. And the only trade I feel like everyone wants to talk about is the trade between the Nets and the 76ers, right? There was like a lot of drama leading up to the trade deadline. A lot of people were disgruntled. James Harden wanted out and then at some point it it sounded like he was pulling back because he didn't want people to think he was just leaving his team like he did with Houston, I mean there was like a lot of stuff, the trade got done, you know, we got like 10 people right the semi ers got James Harden and Paul Millsat shout out to Paul Millsat like he's really gonna take them you know all the way along with uh, James Harden so shout out to him and um I just want to get you guys thought on it look I'm gonna start with the Philly guys right because they were very 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 excited about this so hot Philly how y'all feeling today
2: Oh, oh, Jack is based up. Forget oh. about the Philly guys. I know time. you want to be from Philly,
4: though, yo, but you're not, Phil. So just hold your <laughs> mic. Hold your mic. You're not from Philly. Now I think this is only fair if a Philly guy goes first and last or in between. Nah. We can't, be, we can't uh-huh. just go we can't be the first two and then y'all just start trying to dog us. That's not that's not how this gonna go down. That's not fair. <laughs> so oh, oh
1: okay, look, we'll do a Philly guy, we'll put Phil in the middle, we'll do a Philly guy, and then
4: i us still end it so we can end it with some. I'll, mad just, mad.
2: I'll
1: I'll just end it. Y'all know I'm innocent. I don't say, uh, say crazy. Like I'm I so agree. calm about this. You
2: know? I agree.
4: Oh man. So, so what you, would you want, worry. you want to go first, ever or you want me to go first? So
2: and you, brother. They're so excited. They want to talk yeah. They again with choose.
3: <laughs> oh, so, here's what I'll say. This is the best possible outcome in the situation and the cars we were dealt. Uh, secondly, um, people may have some concerns. I'm going to play the, the, the early advocates. So I'm gonna get these, these arg- not these arguments down before they come. People have concerns about, we gave up too much. The Sixers in essence gave up, got James Harden for, um, Steph, uh, sorry, Seth Curry, Andre German. A late first round draft pick which was pretty much going to be a second round pick. And a first round pick in 2027 in 2027 I'll be 39 Phil will be on life support because he'd be too old you know that doesn't really matter so um you have to make a play to help you get in championship range period with any trade there's a risk there's no perfect trade if if we traded Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard they'd be like oh he's kind of old now you know so the Sixers made the best trade. They have a former MVP candidate. And, uh, and I'm at this as well. MVP candidate who played a role on a team who still has game and is a closer. Adding that to this team that was already dominating, that has the MVP Joel Hans Embiid, who posterized Jared Allen. Uh, uh, as Phil, um, as Phil like to take the LSU uh, product, um, Odell Beckham to say to give it to uh, <laughs> to New York Giants credit uh, that Jared Allen dunk was to the Brooklyn Nets credit. Thank you very much. No,
1: it um, wasn't. No, <laughs> no, we ain't, I ain't claiming that. Yeah. Uh.
3: Uh-uh. <laughs> so Sixers win this trade. Anyone who thinks otherwise is an idiot. Um, ben Simmons is a great role player, great NBA starter. Is a great piece on a championship team, but he's not a co-star. Uh, and he's fragile and he's soft, and I hope and pray he gets on the court in Philadelphia so he can hear the boos across the nation.
2: Wow! You notice that he never really said he tried every way to mirror this was a great trade. Yeah, I got holes. Let me tell you why you got holes. And thank you, our producer Ale. put this on the screen too. How many superstars have James Harden ruined their career? Ever since him and Westbrook really are tied at the hip. (laughs) Because ever since those two separate and went to the finals at OKC, they have not been to a conference championship. They have not. Houston have not went to the conference championship. James Harden is just like Ben Simmons. Disappear when the lights are bright. Palms get sweaty. And he just vanished. Right? Chris Paul came. What happened to him? Westbrook came only lasted nine games. West, let me tell you, James Harden just going to put on a fat suit and disappear. That is what he could do. He is not a superstar. He is not. He, no, he is a superstar. He is not a champion. He cannot win the big games. He has not showed up in the playoffs, just like Ben Simmons. So you've given an offensive guy, right? Yep, game seven. And what happened? He disappeared. An offensive guy who don't play no defense. While the Brooklyn Nets got younger, have KD, and part-time Kyrie. The Nets don't need a third guy to score because remember what they was playing, your turn, my turn, his turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, right? Now they go, my turn, KD's turn, set us up, Ben. Two, they got Seth Curry. The Nets needed a shooter to replace um, uh, um patty mills or come off the bench behind patty mills and they got a little bigger they got defenders who could play the defense on play um, uh, Drummond, who's old but he could play defense and catch the ball so the winner of this trade is brooklyn all day every day maury got holes Got holes, got holes, got hoes. He's crying. Oh, I want a first round pick. I want a top thing, 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 thing. But once he saw the girl have his dreams, he gave up, right? It's like the guy who said, you know what? Uh, I ain't going to let my heart get broken. I'm never going to be a simp. I'm never, never, never. But he saw the girl that he eyed for 100 years, and he gives her everything for nothing. So in other words, 76ers got, 76ers got stomped, punched, kicked, and robbed the nets won this trade the nets had three scores now they have a the premium defender what they lack defense Mm -hmm. when ben comes on this and ben's what gonna do too he's gonna do something that he never done before he's gonna take mid-range shots (laughs) okay calm down
1: calm down calm down like like i i was with everything you said all right kelvin go for it
4: yeah um Time to hit some sense back in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's about that time. Oh man, Phil is just, man, He's just do what Phil does, man. Shout out to Phil for just being Phil. <laughs> <filled. laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be more objective. I think both teams uh wanna trade for different reasons. Um, but I think both teams are gonna run into some problems, some unknown variables involved that could be catastrophic for both organizations right so on paper you have a guy in ben simmons who was not playing any basketball so you improve your team by adding a person that's bringing in an off year what we call an off year for him 22 points 10 assists and eight rebounds that's that's what we call an off year The Phil's at point, um, he was saying that James Harden kind of damages people's uh, careers for some reason, like, like Westbrook and Chris Paul weren't already old, but whatever. My point with him is James Harden has always been a number one guy. When he comes to Philly, he's no longer a number one. So now he could play a backseat and the pressure is not on him to dominate. Like it was in those other teams where he was the number one guy. He's not the number one guy anymore. Wait,
1: who was sorry, who was the number
4: one guy? James Harden was the number one guy on those teams with Westbrook and Chris okay. Paul. He oh, was the okay. number one guy. So the pressure was on his shoulders. In Philly, that's not, that's not his, that's not what he has to do.
1: Mm-hmm. He has
4: to be a facilitator. He gets he's gonna be a scorer. He's gonna just play, play this style of basketball, I me mean, like a Chris Paul fashion now with the big man. So he, he, it's the pressure's not on him. Now the problems with both teams is, is simply this, right? We don't know where Ben Simmons' headspace is at. We don't know if this has damaged him or beyond pre- repair. We don't know. That's an unknown variable right there. Then we have Mr. Sage himself, where you have a situation where James <laughs> Harden, one that seems to, to be careless about life, has a problem with how you handle life and, and Kyrie. So you got a situation where you have Kyrie, when Phil was talking about uh, my turn, uh, Kyrie turn, uh, Durant turn. So what you what you saying is you got mental health, a person that won't take a vaccination, and a person that's injury prone. So you so it's not like it's just oh Brooklyn, we just going to be fine. No, you got guys got problems internally too. Now what Philly problem is we don't know. What level of James Harden we going to receive? So that's an unknown part of us too. So, so if James Harden is the player that 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 we that could be a complementary piece with his skill set that he has already, then we're going to be doing all right. Do I miss Drummond? Yes, I do miss Drummond. We need a backup center, um, but Curry is replaceable. Curry is very replaceable. Curry Cole, if you ever watch Philly, I know you secretly watch Philly, Phil, but Curry has been injured. Curry has been cold, and Curry can't. He's a liability on the defensive end. So, like I said, there's problems on both teams, but both teams won in the sense that what KD said, both players wanted out of these situations. So you got two good players going to situations that should, on paper, help both squads. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Can I just
2: say one thing? I just uh want to say that Joel Embiid is on a ticking time bomb. That's all I have to say.
1: (laughs) Well,
2: I say- explain why he said that? <laughs> <laughs> if you can explain why he said
4: it, and I can respond.
2: I don't want to take Dion time. I'm saying that Joel Embiid is also injury prone. That's all I have to say. Okay. So he's not playing all 82 games.
4: Uh, he's the MVP right now. Well, I agree.
1: I, I'll say this to uh, Embiid. I did not have a dream about him being injured this season, so I feel like he'll be fine. Like he'll play the full season, everything would be okay. I actually hope so, because I would like him to win MVP. I think he's going crazy at this point. Um, You know, because I can be objective too. The guys know this. Um, But I'll say this. Well, let me start from the beginning, right? First of all, if you knew me for a very long time, you all know I used to roast James Harden like crazy like it's all through my timeline you could search like old posts or whatever and so this isn't any newfound hate I want to put that out there because you know Kelvin said that to us a few times in our private chat um this is how I always felt about the guy now I think he's a great player I think he's a good piece I think who said it right I think Evan said you guys got the best that you guys were going to get in this trade, right? Like, I know you guys were like, we want LeBron James and AD and KD. You know what I'm saying? Like that caliber of players, like for Ben Simmons. But this is as good as it's going to get. The reason why I think Brooklyn won this trade, right, is because I think Brooklyn filled a lot of gaps and filled a lot of holes that we had, particularly on defense. Now, it's crazy to me to hear, you know, how Philly fans talk about Ben Simmons. Y'all act like when he came in the league, he wasn't one of the phenoms, right? And you guys, I mean, I know it was a few seasons ago, you guys were on the Ben Simmons train. Now, you see, last season and um, in times past, you guys needed Ben Simmons' not only defense, but offense. We don't need that. That's why y'all were roasting him so bad last year in the playoffs, because he wouldn't shoot, he was scared to shoot, they were fouling him or whatever. We don't need him for that. Ben is gonna come in and be the dominant defensive player that we know him to be, right? Not only that, he's a guard. Like he, I mean, I don't know why people are overlooking like the other skills that he has. He's going to be surrounded by great shooters, you know, Kyrie half the time, a full-time KD, you add Seth to the mix. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know what Seth has been doing lately. Don't even matter. We're going to have Drummond. I mean, I feel like this is like the perfect setup for Ben Simmons. And these two Philly guys on this podcast have said, if Ben went to Brooklyn, they really, really thought that Brooklyn would essentially be a favorite just because of his skill set and where he falls within the organization. So we could get on here and say in James Harden we trust and all of this stuff. Like y'all don't know what y'all are getting, right? His hamstring hurts. I don't know how much he weighs. I mean, he might come in there and y'all will be cursing in a week. So, you know,
4: that's just my take on it. Yeah, and um, listen, hold on, Dia. Uh-huh. Listen, listen, listen. That's uh-huh. all I'm saying right here, right?
1: Okay. If you hear
4: what I just said, right? I never said nothing about his skill set.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I never talked about Ben's skill set. I'm never, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I love what did de- what Ben brings. And I did say that Ben defensively is gonna help your team. All he's gotta do is facilitate. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect match, right? But we we just overlook the, the so nobody knew. I don't know if y'all knew. I didn't know. I didn't know it was beef between Hart and Kyrie, right? Yeah. But we're overlooking how personalities play a big major factor factor in the NBA game. True. I do not see, like if I had to guess, I'm 51% on the side that Kyrie and Ben Simmons are not going to get along. Because Ben Simmons has a has a totally different attitude from Kyrie Irving. So I, I mean, that's just something to watch for. You might have heard it first on uh on the ladies and dudes podcast, but it's <laughs> certain variables that's involved with personalities that can can affect the basketball game. So I'm just I'm just saying y'all I need to pay attention to the things that's not really necessarily on the court. Because on the court, if everybody healthy and everybody's playing in Brooklyn, that team is the team to beat in my opinion. But there's a lot of things that go outside of of the uh, of the court that we need to be discussing that may play a major role.
1: Yeah, and that's true, and and you know. I feel like, I don't know what Ben's personality, how that's going to mesh with the Nets in general, but I figure if he was playing with an attitude tyrant like be all these seasons, like, he'll be okay. Look, I love Embiid. He's talented. This has nothing to do with his skill set, but that dude is annoying as ever. And honestly, he would mess with my mental health. If I had to play with him every day as well,
3: oh, <laughs> bad that's bad. the first time I heard him say that. <laughs> so, so, so first, first, I know we got to transition. I got to say this. I got to say this. Here, here's the issue that ultimately boils down to with with Ben Simmons, right? Yes, you don't need Ben Simmons to score, but the problem is Ben Simmons has to at least be able to make his free throws at a seventy percent clip because teams can employ Hack a Ben.
1: Here's the. Mm-mm. Okay, go ahead. He's gonna employ hackaben.
3: Okay. Se- secondly, which will the which will sloth offense. So when the Nets get a big lead, and this happened a lot with the Sixers, and this really affected us in that Hawks series. They got a big lead, and then Ben would start getting fouled, and he he go one for two. two, oh for two. So what he brings defensively, what what happens when Ben can't be on the court anymore because he's a liability at the free throw line? Secondly. The other issue outside of just the personalities, Katie and Kyrie are both head cases.
1: Listen, listen,
3: listen—they're <laughs> <laughs> both head cases.
1: I don't care what you say about Kyrie, but watch your mouth. Watch your mouth.
3: Like, like, I personally Katie. can say something about Katie. And he'll, he'll tweet me like Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that—he gets upset about like, like nonsense. It's like, yeah, talk me this way. So, what about Embiid? Right, the ultimate troll. He doesn't respond to trolls, MB, No, he is the troll exactly. Embiid trolls, Embiid doesn't respond to trolls. There's a difference, Embiid is intentional. There's no
1: justification for that. Thank you. First of all, oh, okay. Look, Hackaben, and, and I promise we're going to transition right now, but Hackaben is a thing, right? But I feel like when you are on a team, right, where you have Katie and Kyrie firing on all cylinders, that's a big that's going to be a big risk for a team to take. Like, let's focus mm-hmm. and go foul Ben. You kicking it out to so the greatest shooter in the game right now, right? Or Kyrie being on. I get what you're saying, but I feel the dynamics are different because he's flanked, right, between great, some of the greatest shooters we have ever seen. Oh, no, no, yeah
4: that's actually more reason that I'm going to file him because I don't want you – I'm going to file him – Soon as the ball is in bounds, because I don't want your great offensive of skill set players to get the ball. The, so the,
1: the ball is gonna be out of his hand before they get it's still gonna
2: follow. They gonna under follow two minutes, what's the rule? Under two minutes. Under, yeah, two, yeah, minutes? under two minutes, under two minutes.
3: Hackaban happens in saying.
2: the third so
4: quarter with 12 with minutes. To team, go. Yeah, so your team is gonna do what they should do, is just bring him off the court at certain times. That's all and we don't They're know until he, he prove he can make foul shots.
2: But this is all under the assumption that we get we get the same bend from last year. I think that.
3: You don't think it'd be worse? Or it's going to something
2: different. Oh, I we got, think a, oh, no, we got a new, oh, got a new left hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's a, I believe in Ben this year. <laughs> oh, okay,
3: okay. Ben has been working with, people, with high school players in Camden, at the Camden gym. Ben is not in great position right now.
1: And not only that, like, we literally have no evidence. Y'all know I'm a rock with Ben He on the Nets, but we have no evidence that he's anything different from what we saw last season. So I'm not even going to go there.
3: And I'm going to say this. All right. Ben's PR guys are excellent because Steve Nass is saying the exact same thing that Douglas was saying I don't care if he shoots he's a great player he does a thousand other things we're not focused on the shooting already so just know nothing's changed with Ben he's not putting the ball in the air more than more than three feet away
1: <laughs> all right let's tra- I mean we could talk about this for like two hours but let's <laughs> transition and talk about Kyrie now, <laughs> um, <laughs> my co-star kind of alluded to like, you know, the head case that Kyrie can be, and he burns Sage, and Kyrie is like tap and you know, he's woke. I don't know what Kyrie, I don't know. But anyway, um, Kyrie seems to be <sighs> frustrated. Um... I'm going to just leave it at that because it's really hard for me to roast Kyrie the way I want to. So Phil, um, just kind of give us your synopsis and your take on our Brooklyn guy, Kyrie Irving. Well,
2: I don't keep tabs too much on my side chick, but <laughs> in this case, he's just frustrated that I, I have to be honest, it's his fault, right? And, and you know, I, I support those people who take a stand, but this generation has to understand. And I think this is what generation Y, what is Z? I don't know. <laughs> um, that there's consequences for your action. You understand for those people, you know, who don't want to be vaccinated because they're going to lose their job. That's on you. There's consequences. You're going to be frustrated and being a part-time, you know, PRN. You're a PRN, right? PRN is, you know, Uh, A nurse or a person who just works partial times require hours. Your hours is away games where you're not vaccinated. What more can you do? Get vaccinated, but you don't want to. So, Kyrie, that's on you. I heard you frustrated with um, James Harden. They get along with James Harden. Now he's gone. What's the excuse? Ultimately, it's on you. You need to do what you need to do. If you don't want to get vaccinated, which is your right, you have to bear with the con- consequences. And that's it. Am I worried? I'm not too worried. Once KD come on the court, it's going to be sunshine. You know, I can see clearly now. I don't get copyrighted. Right? <laughs> so I'm just going to focus. When KD come back, the ship is going to ride right back. Everyone's going to be happy. So Kyrie, ultimately, the championship is now in your hand. The championship is in your hand, and you got to make a decision for now and tomorrow. Reality, James Harden is not getting the ring, right? We know that Philadelphia is not getting a ring. He's gone, so that was so poor one year frustration. So what's, what's the key thing right here? It's you. You got to make that decision. So you have only person you can be mad at is yourself. Take responsibility for yourself. You make the decision, there's consequences for every decision, whether it's good or bad. That's what I have to say, Kyrie. So uh, burn some stage and respect.
3: Uh, I would say that, um, I mean, Kyrie is who he is. I mean, I, I think he's at, you know, there's certain people, he had success so young, so early. Now he's just like a philosopher. He's a, he's a philosopher and part-time NBA player, right? He's a full-time philosopher, part-time NBA player. And and that's something that I don't know if Kyrie and Katie's a, a long-term goal is like, oh, we really need to win a championship. I think they're satisfied with what they have. Um, and so Kyrie has to think about like the long-term effects because you know a lot of people talk about the various things with the vaccine and things of that nature. But oftentimes you know, retort that, well, we also know the long-term effects of what happens after you've had COVID 20, 30 years down the line. So um, it'd be interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. Um but, you know, for, for Brooklyn to contend for a championship, especially because they had Ben Simmons, they need Kyrie to, to, to be available more than part-time.
4: Yo, Kyrie doesn't want to play basketball, man. <laughs> like, 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 let's, let's, just, let's just cut across the field, y'all. Kyrie is a whole tip. He's he's a, he's a Dr. Umar uh, Jr. This guy is campaigning for mayor next year. I'm telling you. This guy is going into politics. He's not concerned about basketball anymore. So Kyrie Irving, I just don't – I mean, I'm still trying to figure out why was he frustrated with James Harden. How can a player that doesn't play but plays half the time be frustrated with anybody? Like, like you have to take all the responsibility for anything that's on that team because you're not playing all the time. Or you can't complain about nobody else because people, people definitely – they got all rights to complain about what you're doing or what you're not doing. So Kyrie is a very—he's a—he's a—he's just a wild card in this, man. But I honestly, I like all jokes aside, I do do not think Ky, Kyrie's priority is basketball. And for me to say that's bad, or you know, I don't—I I haven't even thought about that to, to make a statement of whether it's bad or good. But the fact is, this guy is not concerned. And not bought in 100% to winning the NBA championship, man. He has things personally going on in his life. And we all know that. We, we could just be honest. We all know Kyrie Irving is not 100% basketball focused and all that. And that's cool. Do your thing, Kyrie. But to say like James Harden was your problem, I, I need to see like some type of quote because I don't know how he blames anybody when he only plays half the games.
1: I'll say this, right? We all know, or it is said when you burn sage, you get rid of the bad energies and now James Harden is gone. So, I mean, we can infer (laughs) based on that, that maybe James Harden was the bad energy. Now, I don't know what, I'm with you, Kelvin. Like, I don't know what the energy was between Harden and Kyrie. Honestly, I only started hearing that there was like, trouble in paradise with them maybe a month ago or a couple of weeks ago so I, I honestly don't know what happened um I think I agree I, I I don't know how passionate Kyrie is about basketball and I felt like we said this on the podcast a little over a year ago I don't know where his head is um we are going to need him if the Nets are going to contend again in the playoffs, we are going to need him to pull it together, Um, you know, for the half of the games as of right now that he'll be playing and participating in, you know, I don't think a Nets fan can just act like, Oh, we don't need him. We do. Um, So I'm curious to see now that his enemy is gone, uh, whether or not that shifts how he interacts and, and his passion for the game. I just don't, I don't think he's passionate about this anymore. And and I don't know where what his focus is on or where his head is. Um, I think he just I don't know. I don't know. Pray for him. Pray pray for Kyrie, y'all. We all need prayer, but he needs like a little special anointing. So um, Evan pray for him. Pray for him the next time you pray for your church members because he needs he needs special prayer.
3: Well, I don't know. His sage may block my prayers. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the real issue that boiled down, I think it was less on, on Harden's side. I mean, less on uh, Kyrie's side and more on Harden's side. And I think it boiled down to, you know, Harden is the only guy on that team that doesn't have a championship. And so when he came to Brooklyn, it was with the expectation that coming to Brooklyn would allow him to uh, be on a championship team. But when, you know, Katie was coming back from injury slowly last year, um, you know, he figured, okay, it's fine. Uh, But then with this new thing with the vaccine mandate and Kyrie not playing and then Katie going down and Kyrie being a part-time player, the Nets bringing him back. And it's like, yo, he's not even like really committed. I think he got frustrated with that because you remember in Houston, like, James Harden, I, I think he got tired of having to carry the, the load, right? He, he he retired having to carry the load to win a championship. He would put up 50, 13 assists, 10 rebounds. You know, that's he, and, and he realized like, oh, these individual accomplishments don't matter in the grand scheme of trying to win a championship. And it felt as if when KD went down, because that's really when the issues kind of emerge, mm-hmm. when KD went down with the MCL injury, and hopefully he re- recovers soon. And then Kyrie was like in and out the lineup. He was like, yo, this feels a lot like Houston again, where I'm gonna carry the load. Um, so I think that was ultimately the issue. And then you ever be like in a huddle or you be in the in the practice huddle and you, you're getting smoked. I mean, the to- team, your team's getting smoked. But the issue is not really like the team's playing bad. There's one player who's just not doing their duty. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not rebounding, they're not, they're not playing defense, and they're in the huddle yelling. And you're like, yo. <laughs> Everyone's saying each other, like, yo. He doesn't know he's the problem right now. He doesn't know, <laughs> like, in your face, like, you got to do this. You like, yo. First of all, we're about to fight because you are the one who's causing. So I think that's kind of the issue that emerged. Like, Harden's like, yo, who is this guy? He's only here half time, getting paid, and he's leadership. So I think I think those are the issues arose. They probably exchanged words, and then I mean, at the end of the day. Kyrie uh, Harden is at practice Gary at, at this Cleveland game and Kyrie's in there burning stage just like yo what why am I you ever have like these epiphanies in life like how did I get to this point in my life I think that's what happens He's like I can't stay. here.
1: <laughs> well I hope um you know um you know and and I feel fall Harden because obviously coming to Brooklyn he had one goal in mind but I just feel like he still don't get a ring and then he'll retire just being disgruntled and would blame you know his lack of success and getting a championship that is on everything external I feel like as adult and as men you you may have to kind of analyze what your part may have been in the breakdown of situations too and I'm not taking Kyrie's side I'm just saying like there's always multiple aspects to a breakdown um so we shall see we shall see I wish him all the best it would be crazy if Kyrie just starts balling out now that that Harden is gone consistently you know I'm just curious to see those dynamics all right let's transition to um, the West and campaign was very, very um, honest about uh, what he felt about the Lakers. Now we all know the Phoenix Suns, and Phil, I don't want to hear nothing from you, okay, about the Suns. All right, but the Phoenix Suns are forty-four and ten. Um, they have the best record in the West, the best record in the league. And I might be wrong on the record, but I feel like they're forty-four and ten um and so campaign is cam pain not campaign campaign was basically like why is everyone so worried about the lakers right we have the best record in in the league right we're playing at a high level the lakers are the worst team in the west why y'all worried about them now <laughs> i think it's hilarious because anything you know negative said about the Lakers really comforts me. But I want to hear from the guys like, do you think this young player needs to like pull it back a little bit? Are we thinking he's a little too cocky? Uh, y'all with the statement?
3: Uh, he's a role player, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. He's a role player. So, I mean, he's right in a sense of why does everyone care about the Lakers? But you got to understand, it's the NBA, but this is LeBron's league. Until LeBron retires, all attention is going to be focused on LeBron. He is this generation's Michael Jordan. The same way everyone followed Michael Jordan, everything that's going <laughs> on, and Michael Jordan's always winning, uh, the same thing's going to happen with LeBron. As long as LeBron's in the league, as long as he's having the influence he has, people are going to uh, talk about the Lakers. And so, Cam has to realize, like, no one cares about Chris Paul. Clearly, people don't even care about Devin Booker. He barely gets on the All-Star team. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where worry about winning the championship. Like, you guys were there. Worry about winning the championship and move on from there. Everything else is just superfluous.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: You guys need to just humble themselves, man. He really need to humble himself for the simple fact that he knew he was just in the G League and, and, and he was just Yes, they and technically, um, the, uh, the as of now they are 46, 46 and um, ten. The sons, right? They're forty six and ten, and technically the Lakers are not the worst team in the West. The worst team is Houston. Houston is fifteen and forty, and as of now the Lakers twenty six and thirty one. But he is correct in the sense that they should be getting. the the glow, the light, the highlight, whatever may be, the case may be, the props or, you know, well, I don't know what the young kids say these days, but they should be gloried over. But in reality, other than Chris Paul, right, Chris Paul and Booker, who are you really going to talk about? You know, they're not such a sexy team to talk about. But I do want to say, remember I said two years ago, that they were the best team in the bubble oh and the God. best, and they had the best coach in the NBA, I said that first. I stated that. And I honestly, in reality, I think Cameron Payne has a... Cameron Payne, his name? Yeah. yeah. Has the le- right to say, you know what? They have a legit opportunity to win the championship and we should be talking about them. Not what every news media is focused on, the Lakers. Yes, aspirations. Expir- it's funny. I was watching this um, this thing called The Rookie, and I was watching um, the year when um, Zion Williams, RJ Barrett, and John Morant um, was on on the show, there was, and they start off with Bobo, right? Bobo was part of the high rookie thing. Once Bobo wasn't playing, and it was about seven, eight episodes, 10, 12 episodes, episode, after the draft and the first episode, we didn't see Bobo in the episode no more. They stopped talking about him. He became what? A non-factor. They replaced him with um um the guy from Corey from um the Bulls. He became a main a main factor in the show, a main character. And so this show, same thing should happen too. You know, at first you thought the Lakers, just replace him, put the Phoenix Suns, even Golden State. I don't think Golden State's gonna win the championship this year. They had too many turnovers and so and they're turnover prone. You know, put put you know the Brooklyn Nets, put put um the Bulls. Put um, Milwaukee and you could throw in the 76ers too, but there's their joke. Those are teams you should be focused on. The top, the Grizzlies, Jazz, you know, the top teams, not the Lakers. So he's right on that, but he needs to humble himself too.
4: Let's just put this in perspective, yo. It's um about f- close to 5 million people in LA, <laughs> that live in LA. It's, cl- it's 1.5 that live in Phoenix. Another number. Phoenix Suns in their history have zero championships. (laughs) Los Angeles Lakers have 17 championships. Like, it's obvious, Cameron Payne. The big markets drive the media. Not only do you have one of the biggest markets in the world, but you have one of the biggest personalities and icons in the world, LeBron James. It's just pretty obvious. And campaign, your career averages seven points, two rebounds, and two assists, bro. Like, show some respect to Hall of Famers on a Lakers team. They deserve to get talked about because they earned that. You average seven points, two rebounds, and two assists. So you really got to stay in your place, man. Like, you have done absolutely nothing in this league to be talking about people like. Carmelo Anthony Russell Westbrook Anthony Davis and LeBron James that are proven players in the NBA I'll be more I'll be more I will more I will listen to that comment more if it came from like the likes of Chris Paul somebody like that somebody's established somebody's gonna be a hall of famer but bro like you haven't done anything it's not like you like we just won the championship y'all should be focused no you didn't win the championship bro you're in a small market you're a small fry on a good team and you just a bench dude that's going to get your team in trouble for running your mouth as usual. Bro, stay off the podcast. Just go to the next question instead of disrespecting franchises that have 17 rings and you got zero in your organization. Just a word of advice, man, from an OG to a young G.
1: I'll say I kind of... So I'm torn. I'm torn because y'all know I love trolling LeBron James, but... I'm kind of aligning with Kelvin on this. I think it would have more sting and more impact if it came from somebody else. Right? Like I mean, Cam, you're cool, like but uh you're not that guy. You never were that guy and the reality is unless the whole team implodes, you will not be that guy. So it's kind of like, oh you sound kind of like a hater, even though your team is, you know, 46 and 10 and all that. It's like you you're not even inside the club. Like you're talking trash from outside the club. And so I'm like, that's kind of whack. In the same vein, I mean, he he stated a fact that uh he his team is the best team and the Lakers, while not the worst, they I mean, they look kind of bad. Um, so I'm definitely torn. I kind of feel like Kim probably needs to calm down a little bit. I think I remember some games ago. I think he was like talking trash to LeBron James at some point, and LeBron was like, "Listen, dude, you need to calm down and you need to be humble, right?" And um, I feel like I kind of feel LeBron on that. Like you haven't accomplished anything yet where people would be like oh there he go talking trash again it's not like mj talking trash right and so i feel like yeah he might want to ease up a little bit and and let's see if he's singing the same song when phoenix again don't win anything because they have had good teams the last couple of seasons but they don't win anything i don't care what your record is right now is this going to translate? and to y'all even coming out the west well they came out the west um last year but they're not gonna win so it is what it is we'll see
0: i was gonna ask the question real quick is this is this almost the equivalent to pat beverly chirping
1: yes 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 but oh my gosh
2: about the bubble the bubble chirping when they were in the bubble uh, yeah and they went home early
0: (laughs) um i do i do want to point out because i had to look it back up but this happened in twitter spaces and i'm often in like different basketball twitter spaces now i haven't been in one of the lakers uh twitter spaces but these type of conversations like happen frequently i remember I think it was probably early in the season. um, Guy named Rashad Phillips. um, You might've heard of him, Kelvin. Um, He tweeted out something about there's hoopers and then there's basketball players. And so there was this whole back and forth on Twitter and they had a Twitter space about it. And there were people saying, oh, nah, he's, he's a basketball player. You're a hooper and you have guys like I think at the time who was it it was a Quinn Cook who came in he was like dude the clay that y'all see on tv y'all haven't seen him like like legitimately like actually seen him like play the way that he actually likes to play look like he jack shots but he can go into any of these other leagues that happens in the summer it drop the same amount of points with ease so I think when it comes to like when players make these certain statements especially like when it comes to twitter spaces they're speaking from i guess like their perspective now i do agree like if it came from a chris paul but chris paul's older like chris paul ain't worrying about that but there's a lot of younger guys especially in the league to where it feels like all right y'all might have thought last year was a fluke but we back here again i think y'all need to put respect on our name and i think that's what he might be trying to say, however, I do agree. uh It's it's the Lakers, and all the Lakers do is play for championships. And Phil, it was when he said the worst team, it was the worst team with high expectations. But then again, as that trade happened, we all was kind of scratching our head. So <laughs> it was like, hey, it is what it is. And
4: hey, Alan, listen, I, I I agree. Like I honestly. I might have said something stupid like that, you know. We just as a basketball player, you know, you are just competitive, and you like, look, I'm just looking at it pure basketball. Like, we better than them. Why y'all keep talking about them? Yeah, I mean, but bro, you're talking to the world right now, and that comment is going to get released to the world, and it just doesn't make sense logically. The question why somebody's talking about the we talk about the Cowboys for 25 years, like more than any other team in the NFL. You know why? Because their numbers. They're big. They're in Texas. They draw numbers. So is this a simple thing for Cam? Like Cam? Like listen, nobody talks about the Lakers because we think they're like good or anything like that. It's just because they're they're clickbait. Like <laughs> they're clickbait. They're gonna they're gonna push the uh the, the, the likes and people got to talk about them. So I understand what he was saying, but like I said, it's just campaign, bro. Like you're not even like doing anything. Like like in in this realm of like the Suns being the great team like you're not book you're not Aiden, you're not chris paul you're not even you're not even uh what's that kid name in the wing um
2: bridges uh, bridges. Bridges. Not even
4: bridges bro so Rotter. it's like yeah you're not none of them so like at least let one of the starters get mad so we can have some type of ri- rivalry but like can hey, you gonna be yelling at lebron again from the bench bro like or like you're like brian you, you you mean y'all fell off and like brian gonna be like um God, five rings i've been there. I've been in here probably longer than you've been born in 18 seasons. 19 seasons. Like, who are you talking to? <laughs> like, like, call me sir. Like when you talk to you address me or the Lakers. I'm dead. Like, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> like yeah, like what do you like? That's what I'm saying. Like, Cam, stay in your place, bro. Like these guys is proven Hall of Famers that you're talking about right here, reckless. So I'm looking at the big scheme of it. He's just looking at it as somebody in a moment as a basketball player. So I respect it. I get it.
1: And just just one thing before we transition out. Alan mentioned Pat Beverly. I swear it was this week, Well, I don't know if it was last week. I think Pat put up a, a tweet, like, remember y'all were saying that I was just running around, <laughs> running around on the floor, not doing anything. He was like, now look at your boy Westbrook. I thought that was... Hilarious as we're talking about the Lakers.
0: He's the real magician. <laughs> Fight back, Russ. Fight back. Hey, <laughs> Say yo, something, Russ.
4: Russ <laughs> wasn't your boy campaign? Uh wasn't he a Russ dancing partner too for a long time? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness.
1: So like it's it's just so funny how the incidentals, as I like to call them, talk the most trash. Um, it's still funny, but yeah, I feel like. Everybody
2: needs to calm down a little bit. Yeah. All right, Dion. All I like to say is this: uh-huh. Doc Rivers should never be on a top fifteen greatest coach. He should be. I don't know <laughs> if they put him there for some just to think <laughs> this dude have lost more leads in the playoff. He has save a history. It, save two it, times too. he had six <laughs> times he lost the league: a three <laughs> one and a three two in the playoff. He save. had great teams. And now he has inherited <laughs> – I feel bad for Embiid, and, 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 and Embiid the most. He should not be on that team. He should be the greatest um, flopper of all time. This dude, one championship without without Thibodeau, he is not a championship. He's an offensive-minded coach. He can't get the defense, but that's just me. But thank you, Deion. You did a great day. Great show. We didn't make the list, Phil. We Wait a minute.
1: Wait. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking at this list. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought Phil Jackson wasn't on the list. And oh, I was okay. like, wait a minute. Okay.
4: <laughs> they don't have a list without Phil Jackson. You don't right, have
1: right. That's why I'm like, wait, forget this whole list. Um, okay. All right, y'all. But so Doc
4: Rivers is top ten on the list? Is that what it was? Yeah, I didn't well, see that list.
1: <laughs> well, they listed it, in, in, and maybe Alan can enlighten us. The list I saw was listed in alphabetical order. So okay. I don't
0: know. I don't think it was in order. I think they pretty much just did it like just almost like how them. they sometimes do like the the top fifty, top seventy five. Like they just be like here. Okay. They don't they didn't necessarily say in what order. They just said who's on the list.
4: Okay. okay. What number
0: what number
1: Alan? What number was uh Tibbs? Uh, <laughs> nah, nah Google, listen. <laughs> Google
2: Google service unavailable. Unavailable. <laughs> oh, okay. I just was wondering. Just this, was wondering. This, this is despicable. What did Doc do? One championship? One championship? Hey, sometimes that's Arguing all it takes,
4: yo. <laughs> list, people. I didn't make
2: it. Mm. Donnie Nelson got a championship, right? Larry Wilkins, he got a championship? Talking about Lenny. Lenny, Lenny I don't think Lenny got But I think before... No. before most
0: most winnings... Doesn't have a championship?
2: Who?
0: But... I said, does Nelson have a championship? I know he I, for a while think, he had the most wins in the league as a coach.
2: That I, I think, do know. Okay, let me find out. I think he might have got one with who's the coach when Dallas won? Wasn't it him? You, no, I think no, that was Carlisle. Carlisle. that was Rick Carlisle. Yeah. Oh, so he don't have a championship.
0: Yeah, but he had the most wins as a coach in the league for like
2: the longest of longs. Right. Right. Oh, he's eighty-one now. Yeah, I don't think he have a championship. Nope. Yeah, just talk to me when Tiff get to the list, Phil. And then we can have a, a conversation. Whoa. Don't worry. After this year, y'all be calling for Doc's job. After this year, when you have James Harden, Joel Embiid, and he's going to say, throw the ball out, go play. Critical moment. Once again, y'all going to be up, and you going to lose, and then we're going to tell me. And the reality is Doc Rivers' fault for Ben Simmons. Let's let the truth problem, be known.
4: At the beginning of the, the year,
2: deal. he said, Ben don't have to shoot. He, I don't require him to shoot. I don't require him to shoot. It's Doc Rivers. Mark my words. 76 is not going to win championship unless Phil. the whole NBA Phil, gets up, and it's by default. That's what I'm saying. Question, Phil.
4: Do we have the best team in the league? Are we like, supposed to win the league? Supposed to win?
2: You're supposed to win? Everybody should have the expectation. I know Philadelphia no, is, that's is not a weird the question, concept. That's every, not the question, every every team should have the expectation to win a championship. That's and false. And play the hardest look, look that the they kings should do. Did. That's yeah, false. Like,
0: look what the Kings did.
3: I, I said uh, everything I you supposed, Roseby, supposed to man. supposed to, yeah, Just
2: like when goes. Philadelphia Eagles was playing against the Giants. The oh, guy was supposed Hell. to win. The chapter. But what y'all do is oh, I digress. They're supposed to. Hell. What's the expectations for the 76ers to win a championship? When you got James Harden, what's the expectation when 76 76s to win a championship? Correct? And it's not so the, what's that's not to... the question, Phil. What is the question, sir? <laughs>
1: Thank you. He asks, uh, are the Sixers the best team in the league and is there the expectation that they are going to win?
2: Are they the best team in the league? Right now, they are playing the best. <laughs> no, the,
4: the
0: right? is, they are no, playing the that's best. A, it's, that's a close-ended yeah. question, Phil. It's a yes right.
2: question. <laughs> no, man. They are playing. Play. They have the so, 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 okay, so. They so. have the MVP. Right, they have their so-called best coach. See, that's what I'm saying. You know, you're wrong now. You're trying to fix it, to fix it. right? He, he's the only active. Him and Smalls is the only active, best. Great 75 and and um Kerr, right? He's on the 75 15 greatest coach of all time. So, I don't know. You tell me. Oh my you tell me. Kelvin, you answer that question. I think it's you all tell me. You
4: going answer the question for Yeah, year.
1: you. Yeah, I'm, you tell me. I'm gonna have to end the show on that note. Phil, you ain't even answered the question that's posed. <laughs> so it is what no, it
2: is. There's, there's never be the best team because <laughs> right. of Doc Rivers. No. Okay. And my last thing, I'm still waiting for the Knicks to make a trade. The okay, Knicks.
1: listen. <laughs> okay, on, on on that note. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.